Hey everybody, welcome to Healthy Discourse. It's Emily here and I am all by myself today, but I'm excited to talk to you about something that's really important and prevalent, especially in our American society. And that is that today, January 17th, is, wait for it, National Quitters Day. What do I mean? I mean that if you made a New Year's resolution on January 1st, all of 16 days ago, today is the most likely day for you to quit. And I don't tell you this to encourage you to quit your New Year's resolution. I'm telling you this because as we go throughout the rest of the year, after you've quit your New Year's resolution today, I just want to give you some tips for real habit change and how that actually works. Just a couple of things. This is going to be a short episode, but it's going to be a a timely and important episode because I want to share first that I think that the reason, there's a lot of reasons that we don't seem to stick with much of anything these days. Number one and number two are that we are very distracted by lots of different things, shiny objects, technology, forever long to-do lists, fear of missing out by what other people are doing, and so forth. That's number one, which it seems counter, it seems to conflict with number two, but I think they actually go together. And that is comfort. We live in a society that really values comfort and we elevate that really high. And so when something feels difficult, we are very unlikely to keep doing it. And I would imagine that if you made a New Year's resolution, it might be something like, I'm going to go to the gym more. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to save money out of every paycheck this year. And unfortunately, those types of resolutions or goals miss a lot of really important focus that is not just, it's required, that is required to truly add or change our habits because we are such creatures of habit with what we already do that is comfortable while we are distracted that if we don't really put some effort on the front end of how we want to make those changes, then it's just going to be another pipe dream that ends in failure. And what happens, especially for women, when we get stuck in these cycles of defeat and we try things and they fail and we try and they fail and we try and they fail and we continue to throw up our hands, we either ignore the situation and just choose to not try anymore or we get stuck under these feelings of defeat and we just keep grasping for the next thing that also doesn't deliver the results that we're looking for. Now we might have results in your 16 days, you might have you might have results. You might you might have lost two of those pounds you're talking about. But have you set up with your eat less, exercise more mentality um, or whatever it might be? Have you set up long-term ways, habits that are going to help you? And I would argue that most people do not. And so that's kind of the problem. I'm just going to use a couple minutes here to give you one way to create a solution. So if you've got something that you can write with or just remember this, what is necessary to change habits in our very comfortable, very distracted lives is this. We need to create smarter goals and we need to create systems, okay? 
So let's talk about SMART goals for first. A SMART goal is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And I'm just going to talk through those things. And if it's something that really, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, that is what I would need to do. All right, so I'm going to use my going to the gym five days a week as my example of the goal that's probably not going to work. Why? Because I get comfortable on my couch and I get distracted by life. And so immediately in the first three weeks of the new year, I'm sure that more than once I haven't been able to make it to the gym five times a week, especially if that wasn't already part of my routine. So a more specific goal would be that I would like to move my body in some way at least three times per week. Notice that means I can do it anywhere. I can go for a walk around my neighborhood or on my treadmill. I can lift weights. I can dance with my kids. I can move my body three times per week. Okay, so is that measurable? Yes, it is because I was very specific about what the goal is, it's measurable because I can use check marks on a calendar to let myself know, did I accomplish what I set out to do three times per week? Is that realistic with my schedule? I would argue that this is where most people get it wrong more than anything else. We create these lofty goals and we think that if they're harder, that we're more likely to accomplish them when in fact, It's the opposite because remember, we like to be comfortable and things are distracting. Okay, so what is realistic? And I will tell you, you have to expect disruption. So if I create a goal and I assuming that everything is going to be utopian and perfect all the time and I'm never my schedule is never going to be hijacked. The kids aren't going to get sick. I'm not going to have to work overtime at work ever. Those types of things. We again are setting ourselves up for failure. So When you are setting the goal, be realistic about what does your schedule actually look like, all right? So perhaps not only am I going to move my body three times per week, maybe in this, maybe I also think about when during the day is the most likely for me to do that. If you hate getting up at five o'clock in the morning, please don't say you're going to go to the gym at 530, If you turn into a pumpkin at 5 p.m. and literally just can't do anything physical anymore, don't tell yourself you're going to go to the gym then. You are still the same you even though we're in a new year. So if you try to hijack all of your natural preferences and tendencies, again, it's not going to work. So what is realistic for your schedule, for your preferences, for the time that you have to be able to take those baby steps toward the goal? What can you do consistently? Okay, so um, I'm actually, I went too realistic. So attainable, I skipped the A, I'm sorry, y'all. Attainable, we, we kind of just talked about attainable and realistic together. And they're related, but not the same. Attainable is, is this something that I actually can do? And then realistic is, is this something that fits into my, preferences, what I am capable of doing inside of my time and that sort of thing. Attainable is a little bit more like if I say I want to lose 10 pounds in January, that's probably not attainable unless I extremely hijack my life because I'm two to three pounds is a 
about the most that we want to try to lose. But I would honestly, I'm, I'm kind of getting off the wheels a little bit here, but I would encourage you to not set a weight loss goal. Instead, focus on the positive habits like we're talking about right now, about the things you're going to do rather than about avoiding food and setting a number on the scale. Because here's what happens. You get to that number on the scale and it's not as rewarding as you thought. So here, let me just give you an example. If you weighed 130 pounds in college and you look at those pictures and you're like, oh my gosh, that was so amazing. And you diet yourself down to 130 pounds now, you're probably going to be miserable. You probably are going to lose muscle that you have on your body and so forth. And again, I'm I'm talking about maybe if you're 40 or over at this point, it's just not going to be the same. And so who cares about the scale? Find something that is more, more exciting to measure, okay? So maybe that's inches, maybe it's a pair of jeans that you love, maybe it is actually your body fat percentage and that sort of thing. And slow and steady wins the race. Fat, fast, fat loss, weight loss, even fast changes going from a sedentary lifestyle to going to the gym all the time, those things can backfire big time and make you end up hurt or your hormones going wacko, or you hit a plateau really quickly and then nothing else will happen and that sort of thing. Make those solid, steady changes and think about what you're working toward, which is not a number on the scale. And it's not a number of workouts per week even. Okay. So maybe if, if you, if you have a fitness goal in mind, Maybe it's that you want to be able to, I don't know, bench press or squat more weight in two months. Maybe it's something like that. So there are so many things. There are so many really smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely that are related to these things, but they're so much more powerful and you really feel like you accomplished something, okay? So the last thing is timely. What does that mean? Is this a, is it something that I can measure consistently that has a time period though, right? So if I'm just like, I'm going to go to the gym more this year. Okay. So over the year, I'm going to go to the gym more. Okay. Like what? I would argue that breaking things down into much shorter segments can be a lot more, a lot more attainable as well, because Even in business these days, nobody plans for a year. Things change incredibly quickly. I know for us, we plan two months to a quarter out when it comes to work and business. If that, we have to be flexible and move a lot. So I would say try your specific thing that you want to change, that you're, you're making this commitment. You're going to move your body three times a week. Keep track of it and take a look at it at the end of the month and see how you're doing. If you're like, you know what? Okay, I did that. Maybe you make something even more specific. Maybe now you do want to do those three weights workouts per week or something like that. Okay, so look at it in a very succinct period of time. Not that you need to attain something that's not realistic or attainable in a non-realistic time period, but instead focus on one small habit and see how you're doing at the end of the month. 
Water consumption is another great thing if you're wanting to a health and wellness um, goal. Focusing on water first can be really great because it's very easy to make a smart goal out of water consumption. For example, I'm going to drink 64 ounces of water per day. All right, I can track that easily. It's specific. It's measurable. It's generally attainable. Um, it's realistic, and and I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check on my check marks at the end of the month and see how I'm going, doing. And generally, drinking more water will help us have more energy, and it will help us make better food choices. Which then we can get into something maybe a little bit more complicated. Okay. So that's kind of where the SMART goals come into play, all right? And so that's something really important as you are thinking about changing habits for real this year. And that can, and, and it can be applied to anything, not just wellness goals. It can be applied to um, financial goals or rhythms for your household or something that you want to incorporate into your family or meal preparation or anything like that. This that that formula can be used for any of that, okay? So we laid out the problems. We like to be comfortable and we get really distracted and we laid out the smart goal system. I want to revisit just for a moment those feelings of defeat that we often feel as women. And it can be so, so hard to push away the marketing that sells us a bill of goods with some new shiny object with some girl that looks like our dream body and like, oh, you can do this this year. You only have to do this and pay us this money. I want us to just see those things for what they are and realize that it's the things that are not sexy, that don't easily sell well, that lead us to consistency. That is the magic word that help us to truly make long-term progress. If you ask anyone who has started or stopped something really difficult They generally started small, they added to it, and they stayed consistent over time. Notice I didn't say perfect. There is no such thing as perfection. So because we like to be comfortable and because we get distracted, we generally give up really, really easy. You know, you missed, you said, I want to move my body three times a week. This week it was only one time. And you're like, well, can't do that. Instead of just recommitting, figuring out how to make it happen and so forth. And so consistency, consistently employing this smart method will lead us to things that we never thought that we could accomplish, not because we took it all in one big size chunk. My, my, my business partner, Debbie, likes to say, you can't swallow an elephant in one bite. And that's unfortunately what we try to do. And these methods that I'm talking about are very unsexy. They are not easy to sell, for example, and they are the actual thing that works. All right. So I want you, if you're already like, okay, it's January 17th, it's Quitter's Day, I'm done with this, go back to the drawing board, write down your smart goals, write down your biggest distractions, and write down the hurdles that you see that are those things that make you feel comfortable that could get in the way. 
And I promise you will walk away with a plan that will be very imperfect, but it is much more likely to lead you toward the success that you're looking for. So on this Quitter's Day, I'm charging you instead to do something amazing for yourself by creating some smart goals and really doing some introspection to figure out where are my hurdles here? What am I going to have to recognize to get ready to battle? And let's just do it. Okay, you can do this. All right. No quitting on Quitter's Day for you. Let me know. Send me a message or um, yeah, you can send us a message, especially if you're listening on Spotify, send us an email, whatever. And if you want some accountability, share with me what you decided. And I would love to help you along with that. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is something that really resonates with you, I want to make sure you know that at Mom Sanity, we are releasing a new solution coming soon. And it is going to be announced in a couple of weeks. So if you're not on our Mom Sanity email list, I hope that you will get there for our very unsexy, very hard to market solution that we hope will help lots of women. All right. Happy Quitters Day. Have a good one.